Okay. All right. Back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Today, on a very special episode of Bigfoot Revival, we look into why people want to sin, or not sin, but stand on the very edge of the line, just peering over the cliff, wondering how far can I go? Just how close can I get? And then I go behind them and shove them. <laughs> and go, this is Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, I am one of your co-hosts, Sasquatch. And joining me today as normal is the man, the myth, the legend, the Yeti. That's right. Now, we were honestly having a conversation earlier downstairs, and we were talking about how just people really do desire mm-hmm. to say, is this sin? Well, no, not technically. So they take a step closer. Uh-huh. Is this sin? Well, that might be a conscience issue. Oh, good. Is this sin? Mm-hmm. And they want to to they want to walk that line. They want to get as close to sin without sinning as possible. Just like a youngin. Oh yeah, yeah. How far can I push this? How far can I take it? Because you'll notice whenever a kid does something, they'll they'll start reaching for something that they know they're not supposed to, and then they'll kind of look back at you. Yeah. Waiting for you to say, no sir. Or no, ma'am. Uh-huh. And then if you don't say anything, they'll go a little bit farther. Like, they are just pushing you. They, they want to see. They're, they're, they're waiting to see if it's okay or not. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the way we are as adults when it comes to sin and God, too. I that's mean, right. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a conversation with somebody and they go, well, it's not really sin. And you're like, okay, so it's not sin. What did you do immediately after seeing? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, are we okay with getting as close as humanly possible to the line without crossing over? Uh, yeah. Should we be? No. Okay, I'm glad you threw that in there. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad thing. We are comfortable with it because, you know, I think when we were talking earlier, I I'd made the comment. I said, I don't understand why people are like that. And I've got my own places where I'm like that. Uh-huh. Everybody does. We don't understand um, people doing that whenever it doesn't apply to our situation. Exactly. Exactly. And there again, that's human nature, and that's that's part of the fallen uh, fallenness of man to sit there and look at someone else and go, how in the world can they do that? Don't they know that's sin? Don't they know that that's... And forget that just 10 minutes ago you were sinning somehow or or that you were gossiping or, you know. uh, First pull the speck out of your eye, then you can see to pull the speck out of Mm. your brothers. Mm. You know, I I like that Bible verse as long as you don't apply it to my life. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I mean, you see this. Uh, okay, okay. We Mark Driscoll. Mm-hmm. Mark Driscoll uh, had a, I don't know if it was a sermon series or a, just a sermon where he talked about basically marriage and sex. Mm-hmm. And 
he was saying that people all the time coming up to him, and without getting into detail, they'd be like, "Okay, if I do this, is that sin? Can mm-hmm. I can I can I do this? You know?" And and he said, "Why are you wanting to get so close to that line?" Yeah. They say, we want to see where the line is so we can know how close to get. And he says, once you see where the line is, you should go the opposite direction. Yeah, which is what James is saying. Mm-hmm. He says that uh, to resist the devil, if you resist the devil, the devil will flee. And then he goes, to turn because you're turning towards God. Yeah. So when we, when we um, turn towards God, we're resisting the devil and the devil flees. Right. Not because we've done something, but because of Christ. Right. He flees temporarily till he can figure out another way to come at you. Oh, yeah. He goes hides in the in the shadows. Yeah. James also says, for him that knows the right thing to do and doesn't do it, for him it is sin. So once you see where that line is. Where'd you get that from? Uh, James. <laughs> uh, James what? Chapter 4. What verse? 17? 17. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I rememorized it. Because before that, <laughs> because before that, he's talking about boasting. But yeah, anyway. you just preached on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just trying to be sarcastic and go, where'd you get that from? I heard somebody preach on it. Yeah. And then you go, uh, James. <laughs> oh, well. You know, the Bible. <laughs> In my head, I went, 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 went. That actually sounded pretty good. <laughs> the price is wrong. <laughs> uh, so, and that's just who we are, though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. everybody has that. Let's let's go here, and and if you might get put on the spot, you might not be able to think of it. But where's a spot where that applies to you? Like, if it wasn't, if we weren't trying to think of it. Yeah. On, on, well, I'd probably come up with one right quick for myself. But kind of think of what's appropriate. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, time management. Time management. That's one. Okay. That that's one that 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 doesn't get vulgar or anything. And yeah. And I think a lot of people can deal with. Um. Time management is you know I'll, I'll sit down and I'll watch TV and I'll say just this one episode. Six hours later. To be continued. Well, I have to see the next episode. It's to be continued. Yeah, they gave you a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's thing you know, what it, what, what have you done? Right, nothing. You completely wasted your day. Is that a sin? No. Is it wise? No. Could you have been doing something like studying for a Bible study or... Um, for me, a sermon. Just using the uh, time, just redeeming the time to grow in Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and I get it. I get it. Every now and again, you need time to, to relax. Yeah. Sometimes you get, I, I've coined the phrase, brain tired. Sometimes I get brain tired and just need to watch something mindless just to he relax. Said, <laughs> I get brain tired. I get brain tired. I thought tired. you lived in brain tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an occasional visitor, and that's not that's not a just to be clear. That's not a your dumb joke or anything. It's just it's just something me and him talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I just use it as an excuse. I thought about it after I said it. I said, mm, 
That sounded like I'm saying something ugly. I'm not. I don't, I'm not insulting, old boy. Hey, come here. Look at this. Help me think this through, man. I'm brain tired. <laughs> no, I'm brain tired. I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, you know, time management is one of those places where we could all improve. Mm-hmm. Um, how often should I pray? That's a question that gets asked a lot. How often should I pray? Well, how much are you praying now? Do you feel like that's enough? Like people want to be given a direct number. They right. want to say 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, an hour a day, three hours a day. I mean, if people would rather you tell them, right, uh-huh. um, that this is a Holy Spirit thing that you have to deal with with God. It's based on your relationship, where you are, what you're going through. Um, they'd rather hear you say, you need to pray five hours a day. Five hours a day. Yeah, five hours a day is how you get into heaven. All right. And do it very begrudgingly. Yeah, yeah. We are a a people of checklists. Exactly. We have that checklist mentality, and we feel productive whenever we can say, I checked this off, I checked this off, I checked this Uh off. Look at my list. I got it all checked off. Aren't I good? And it's it's works. Yeah. It's works. Well, going back to the sermon yesterday, we're talking about it's in James. James chapter 4, verses um, 13 through 17. Uh-huh. It, uh, the main part of that is where he's talking about do not be, um, do not go to town saying that today we'll go to such and such a city and we'll make, we'll, we'll, produ- we'll do business and make a profit. What we should be saying is that God willing, we can go to this town and do this or that. God willing. Yeah. Here again, I'm in a place where I say it apparent, it looks like God's willing. I'm going to go with it, and then whenever it wasn't God's will, I get irritated. Right. And I get mad. Why? Because I'm my boasting heart said, oh, this is where God... God didn't say that. Mm-hmm. That was me taking where God was leading me and then just running somewhere that I wanted to go with it, right? Right. And so I was in boasting mode, and he said, nope, we're going to cut this. We're going to cut this short, and we're going to redirect you. Yeah. And... If you know that you need to be redirected and that you don't, you don't redirect. Mm-hmm. That's what it's talking about. If you know if you know what to do and you don't do that thing, that you're in sin. Uh-huh. Right? And and so we are to be following the lead of the Holy Spirit. He he um he'll he'll guide us. And he tells us where that line is and says, "Hey, you're getting too close to the line." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to stop. What movie to watch? Yeah. What movie to watch? And then, um, and then, but you, we still try to justify. It. Well, technically, it's not sinning. Whenever, whenever you're using PG terms, thirteen. Whenever we're using terms like that, technically, it's not sinning. Then you're already feeling conviction about it. Oh yeah, and are yeah, trying yeah. to justify it. And and you know, I'm not trying to be the movie police and tell you what you can and can't watch. But what I will say is, if you're watching a movie and you think, hmm, maybe I need to turn this off. Get up and turn it off. Don't even fight the urge. Yeah, just get up and turn it off, because the Bible says that if you if you know what to do and you don't do it, mm-hmm. that's sin. And you, there's a sense of relief whenever you come and do that too. You're, oh yeah. And this, and the more you submit to that, that still what's well, being in obedience to God. Yeah, it's that still quiet voice makes it easier right. for you to hear it next time. Exactly. 
Exactly. But then when you ignore it, it makes it harder to hear next mm-hmm. time. And then people go, I don't know what the will of God is in my life. Yeah, you do. You just don't want to listen to it. Exactly. I don't know. Should I do cocaine with my friends? Or should I pray? Or should I pray? <laughs> um, Let's think about this one. Uh, Let's go with pray. Oh, and what you said about praying earlier, too. You talk about how how much should I pray? How much time should I spend praying? Um, Don't stop praying. You should be praying right now. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible says pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Uh, what? But see, and that's another thing. When they hear pray without ceasing, their thought process is, I need to be um, on my knees, head bowed, edge of the bed, um, yeah, eyes closed. And that's, that's me too because I'm very uh, detail-minded. So whenever someone, whenever I'm, if it was me and I were to you come are. To, if I were to say, all right, how should I pray or how much should I pray? I need, I'm wondering after, if you were to say, 15 minutes i'm like all right is that in my head is that out loud is that yeah, at the edge yeah. of the bed am i on my knees am my eyes shut have i got my eyes open looking up into the heavens or well and i've gotten to in my preaching and a lot of these i'll give these really i'll give these really broad analogies hmm. and then i'll give some really vague analogies right and then I might pinpoint some analogies if I think that they're actually useful in the sermon. The issue is when we go, you need to be spending at least 30 minutes a day in prayer. There are people who, who don't just take that to be, oh, I need to be in prayer a, a chunk of my day. Mm-hmm. They're saying, all right, I got my 30 minutes in. That's it. Or if I point out, if I'm giving analogies of how we sin in this particular way, and and as the pastor, I don't mention that sin. And I, but I've mentioned about seven other sins. Yeah, they think, oh, he didn't mention that. He mentioned this, 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 and this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And their hearts getting, you know, they're getting nervous. They're waiting for, it, and then it doesn't come because you know my limited uh, uh, capability of of predicting what everybody in the church is going through. Right. Um. You know, it, and so. That's one reason I kind of I throw out these 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 you know talking talking yesterday the cocaine or and the 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 prey mm-hmm. you know it was this silly analogy it really was it was this silly broad analogy and fairly extreme it it, it was really extreme <laughs> where I said you know should I do cocaine or should I pray and everybody knows the answer to that the next one was should I take this job or that job mm-hmm. right and it's the same it's the same question right it's the same question same thing but now it's more it's more detailed but if I go too particular in details people will will go well he didn't say that or he was talking about these type of people then you've got legalism Exactly, exactly. And you can't, I mean, there, there, there's no way around certain things, but you try to minimize that mm-hmm. as much as possible. Um, and, and and because, there again, we are the type of people who want to get right on the edge of the cliff and look over. Man, that's a long way down. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
why else would we do it? Mm-hmm. Why else would we look over the edge like that if there's not something there that we think is enticing? Maybe beautiful isn't the best word, but there's something down there that's enticing to us. Yeah. What is it? We know we need to be turned into a Christ. What's more beautiful than Christ? What's more enticing than a relationship with him, to be able to spend eternity with him? What's What's greater than that? And you know, once we step over that edge, we see us running towards something that we're wanting to do, and it's, and we're quickly approaching it, not even noticing that we have just plunged head first over a cliff and oh, are yeah. plummeting to our doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're a silly bunch of things. Yeah, we are. There's a reason God call, Jesus calls us a bunch of sheep. Mm-hmm. Because we're dirty and stupid. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to follow somebody or something. And you're exactly, exactly. What are you following? Exactly. So sometimes, and I'm just going to go with this analogy because <laughs> I thought of it, not because it's really applicable, but sometimes God takes us up, breaks our legs, and makes us sit beside him so mm-hmm. that we can learn the goodness and the greatness of the shepherd. Yeah. So on that note, for God has not given us a what? Spirit of fear. But he's given us a? One of power. Love. And sound mind. Hey, guess what? What's up? We out. Deuces.